Welcome to Traffic Thoughts, where we talk about random thoughts people typically think of while dramatically looking out a car window in the rain with music on. Mm-hmm. Before we start, I just want to give you a quick reminder to please follow us on our Instagram at Alra Studios and Twitter at Alra Studios. And make sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts because that would totally help us. And yes, our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and more. So hello, good day, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to this. I'm your host, Alicia. I'm Sarah. And what are we going to do today, Sarah? We are going to be talking about a topic. No, 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 actually, no, no, don't you dare (laughs) say that. Oh my God, even I'm annoyed of hearing myself say that. Hearing other people say is even worse. Okay, uh, before yes. we head into it, actually, I want to ask you, how are you today? Oh, that was the most touching question. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I'm already sweating. I'm sweating, man. This is so hot. <laughs> Deal with Please. it. Okay, so how am I? Um, I am. I'm feeling unproductive. Why? I don't know. Because I was like, okay, girl, you are going to get your together, like. I wanted to like read a book, at least read a book, one book in one week. Mm-hmm. You know, at least, or one book, at least one book during this break. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's never achieved. You know what really helps to like set the mood for reading a book? Music, lights, camera action. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right. The first two are correct. Yeah. Lights. And the music. And the music, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have my own book playlist now. And it's like, I love my playlist. So really relaxing. Yeah. And I really feel like I have a playlist that will chalk with everything I do that is like when you're calming yourself. It's mm-hmm. on Spotify. It's my playlist. It's called Adam. E-D-E-M. Mm-hmm. I was going to call it Adam Idris. But I was like, <laughs> is this bad or not? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Uh, but adding to the fact that we're gonna go later somewhere mm-hmm. and i don't feel like it will be bring as it, just bring it i i of course yeah i will bring it totally but i i don't know if i will actually read it oh uh, yeah okay just, just try yeah. that book is my own thin juga so like you can finish that in a day honestly yeah i used to read books like that man it's like really fast but now the motivation to actually start it is just yeah because you have lost. other things to do too right mm-hmm Okay, what have you done so far this this break? Break, yeah. Mm, okay. If I count the little things for Isolation Society, we have uh, the Upgraded. ask me question thing was really, it really affected. We get things on the daily. And Wait, what? Ask me a question? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, made a post about like a... Like, you know, the trend where you ask me question, uh, ask me a number and then like number two is like, what's your favorite color? And then you answer that, you know, those mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, like that. And I feel like we got a lot. We, Alicia f- has now uh, joined in on isolation. It's been a while, actually. And we have upgraded it. And you know how there's a new feature on Instagram Reels. We want to use that to our advantage. And so now we're having animated uh animated yeah graphic motion uh designs yeah so basically uh and now we're also trying to add that those guides in just just mm-hmm. you know get it's link up full you know using all the check it out guys whatever instagram has given us we're gonna use all of it yeah and um 
Yeah, I feel like at the ask me a question thing, we got a really good response to it about like how, wow, after yeah, doing even this, today, it really made me, uh, it really made me think about my day, about myself, and yeah. I feel like very different after doing it. I'm like, oh wow, that actually touched me, and like how I'm actually, how we're actually, yeah, I'm impacting people. Mm-hmm. Even today, they still use it, even though that post was like last week, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Because that's uh, that's the thing. By doing that, it's also spread of a word of mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Spread word of mouth. So like when you when your friend does it, your friend does it, and your other friend does it, etc. Yeah, et yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how about you? How was your break? <sighs> like you, I have started reading, and uh, but bakangan ini sih, like this past week. See, I didn't read much. I, I don't think I read at all this week, actually. Wait, which book did you read from my room? It's still in my room. Bring it back, man. Okay. But, yeah, I started reading in this break. And uh, I am trying to, like, I feel like, honestly, yeah, I'm starting to... I feel that I'm starting to, like, fade away. I'm saying my... <laughs> my <laughs> religiously, I'm not as strong, I'm saying. Aww. So I I'm thinking that after I'm done reading the book that I'm currently reading... Um, I'm gonna read more about the Sirah Nabi and stuff oh, like that's, that. Oh, that's good. And the about Great Woman of Islam. You know that book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna try reading that too. I actually have always, like, I have read the beginning so many times, but I never finished yeah, yeah. it. And, I, and then, like, months or, like, years later that I'm gonna try reading again, so I have to read from the beginning again. So, like, mm-hmm. I already know the beginning, but, like, I don't know where I ended, you know? And so, yeah. So, yeah, like, you have been starting to read. And lately... I've been trying to be more useful. I feel like I feel like uh I'm not, you know, as useful as you and Nyla. I'm <laughs> saying in terms of cleaning the house, I feel like I'm the most lazy to do it. So I'm trying to be more productive and useful in terms of the house and I'm also I'm start I'm trying to learn to be more loving. No, oh, wow. okay. Well, what do you mean? This is very, <laughs> very personal. Yeah, like, personal. What do you mean? Like, this is like lately what I've been like realizing about myself that what's the difference between I feel like me and Nyla, I feel like Nyla to both of us actually. Nyla actually, like, she's caring for other people's well being. I don't feel like I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, and it totally affects like her character. Yeah, like. Uh, her as a human being, she she gets she's a better human being than me, in my opinion. And because of her being more caring, then she's more useful too. And uh, yeah, and I just feel like it'd be also I mean, you. Sh- I feel like we should all should be like that. But it's as a well, I feel like as you get older, you just start to lose it, right? You just it naturally kind of goes I away. I feel Mala, it will. It's the opposite because you will have more responsibilities. Like, mm-hmm. once you have a family, pasti, you're going to have that feeling of, like, uh, caring for your own child, your own family. And then yeah. you will have that feeling of responsibility. I want to take care of them, you know? I feel like it will come to you also. I think from when you're a little kid to teenage years, uh, yeah, it goes yeah, away. Okay, yeah. And then teenage years to adulthood, then it comes back, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so, process like, of life. Yeah, I'm 18. I should start learning it. Oh, my God. I'm 20. What the hell? <laughs> so yeah and i realized that like you become a better person too if you actually care for the other person i feel like not really caring for the other person made me like like if you ask me to do something i'm not gonna do it but nyla because she actually like cares for me then that caring for me like she'll do it for me you know like she yes she is she is the 
She's a, a rare, very a rare loving sister. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her personality is very rare to find. Like she is barely on social media, but she's very weeboo. <laughs> but she does not like to be defined as a weeboo. Yeah. So, like sorry, we, we talked about that in the other. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> oh yeah, episode. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to learn to love, but it's hard. I feel like. Yeah, it's step by step process. I along the way of life i've lost hope in in humans honestly and i think that's one of the reasons why i stopped loving it's because like i don't believe in like i used to be really like um i see the best in people all the time and i really like like oh she did something bad but like she's probably she probably didn't mean that she probably like is i always make excuses for other people yeah i don't get that and uh, so like lama lama I think since high school, I, st- I started to, like, re- lose hope in people, in humans in general, like, thinking that like, maybe they are, like, really, genuinely, like, that bad. Maybe people are, yeah, like that. So, like, I stopped. I always felt like everyone is bad. Like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm that negative. But I'm saying, like, I always didn't expect the best. I always expected the worst, Mala. In, not when working, but just personality, you know? Like, I always mm-hmm. feel like someone's trying to attack me, even though they aren't, of course. But, like, I don't know. That's why I always had this border. But then later on, Mala, I had the opposite of what you had. Like, uh, like turns out people are actually nice, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why, I guess that's the thing about having expectations and not. That's why, like, lower your expectations. So you are surprised with, you still are surprised with what you will be or not surprised with what they actually give you, you know? Mm-hmm. Because people yeah, are genuinely, they they actually are nice. They're nice. They're just mm. like, yeah. That's why yeah. I miss my old stuff. I wanna, I want to be able to think that people are actually good and that like, like, the little things that happen with them. Like I wouldn't take that too personally then. Because like back then I also didn't. But like, because of like losing hope, people and like, like, like basically I just want to go back to the time when I thought that people were good wow this was like one question how was your day and you just got this deep <laughs> yeah because that totally affects me i'm, I'm trying to learn mm-hmm. it's hard yeah because well, mm-hmm. you know dealing with life then like you went through some shit and like that shit affected you and yeah oh my god okay i'm about to cry oh my god seriously everyone goes through stuff and of course i'm not gonna say like how it's harder or this is harder no because everyone's shit is all hard but like you will get through it pasti so just the key is just to like this is so corny to say but never give up but seriously like don't because if you are trying to learn again mm -hmm, because if you're persistent literally it will happen one day it will happen one day even if it takes so long it will happen one day so just be patient and just keep doing what you're doing okay let's read finally it's already been 12 minutes oh wow okay let's read all right so our first resource and our only resource that we're reading from is from a website called oxford bibli bibliographies bibliographies.com oh i'm thinking ghibli okay uh what's the name of this article the name of this article is called innocence and childhood okay the notion of innocence refers to children's simplicity their lack of knowledge and their purity not yet spoiled 
by mundane affairs. Such innocence is taken as the promise of a renewal of the world by children. Innocence has been attributed to children and childhood by adults at all times, but content and social function of such glorifying assessments show considerable vari variations over time and context. And the valuation is never anonymous among contemporaries. Innocence used to be religious notion in earlier times. With the enlightenment and success of Rousseau's Emile, nature becomes a new point of reference. From the 19th century onward, the idea of children's innocence is strongly interrelated with children's sexuality. Innocence is then emphasized to defend the assumption of an absence of sexuality in children and the demand for such absence. Innocence is not a scientific term. Therefore, the numerous studies concerning processes, seminal ideas, and functions of the value assessment of children and childhood do not constitute a unified research area. I do not agree. Why? I do not think that the purity of children is because they don't have, you know, they don't sexuality yeah they don't have stuff There's the sexual about what is it called cravings cravings yeah i don't think so i well uh, i kind of agree also though but like i mean of course innocence of a child i feel like it's because they don't know anything yet they literally they aren't exposed to anything in the world and the most rated are thing well pussy there's more stuff but like is about their sexuality about craving stuff like that and that happens when you're when you're not a child anymore when you're when you're a teenager when you're becoming a teenager and yeah you just get exposed to that stuff are you talking about rated r stuff yeah and cravings cravings i think instance of child is more pure of heart you know you're just mm -hmm. you just come out of the womb and you do, do not anything. want to rub a bank you just want your the comfort and warmth of the mom of your mom's belly again right you're you are when babies just come out they cry because this is a new environment where did i just go why is there light why mm -hmm. is why am i not in the liquid circle what? what is it called again i forgot yeah the, the thing. thing around the baby yeah basically i believe that babies were born good of course i feel like yeah they are innocent because the because society hasn't taught them any shit yet and of course, there are good stuff and bad stuff. And, uh, yeah, the innocence of a child will come, will slowly get out because of how much they intake from society. Mm -hmm. the and how they deal with it. Huh? And how they deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, but when I, when I hear the word innocence of a child, I don't think about, you know, their sexual cravings. I think about that. Purity of heart. What do you but, think? Yeah, I also agree. But I feel like when they, when you get stuff, like you get information, right? when you're becoming a teen you get even more right and i feel like that's the part also naturally in your human nature there is that you know puberty that things just hit you you start getting cravings you start getting this and that but i feel like also cravings not only just for yeah sorry, sorry. that but like also achievements cravings goals. for achievements goals and sometimes bad things like jealousy or needs of bad things like how you said robbing a bank mm -hmm. like you feel you feel what is it competitive because someone is richer than you or you need this because you really want to buy 
uh the newest iphone or whatever and then you mm-hmm. want to like you really need it because society is telling you if you don't have it this will happen something like that and then that tempts you to yeah rob a bank or something yeah yeah so i feel like the innocence of a child that's like yeah it's totally pure because you you didn't teach them anything yet society hasn't mm. hit them okay so yeah we agree to this to an extent so it's not only sexual cravings but also yeah uh validation craving validation yeah we need to be accepted by society yeah because honestly in, i don't know but this is a lot in western movies that if you didn't hit a girl then you're lame you know yeah that's you know western people are like that mm-hmm. and yeah it's not true well yeah it's not true right yeah <laughs> right am i wrong <laughs> do you remember the time when i told you that it was inside an episode um when i told you that i like watching a child experiment videos mm-hmm. social experiment videos um, every time i hear that child experiment i think of like a, a <laughs> oh. mad scientist like <laughs> okay no uh like social experiment like i don't know but which i don't i can't name like a specific video right now or like what was happening in the video but there are numerous times that the purity of a child's mind mm-hmm. like really touched me and like like we were all like that like all humans used to be like that and like that that knowing our roots is important yeah and yeah it just touched and me what that, you're like, exposed to is also important yeah that this kid these kids are so pure and they're so kind and so like they have no prejudice they don't have they have no like judgments they just they just are trying to get by honestly and also like have fun mm-hmm. and that's why I think that my mindset is still like that. <laughs> I still feel like I have a, a mindset of it of a <laughs> yeah, fourth yeah. grader. I still, you know, you know, my favorite year, school year ever in life. What fifth grade, ninth grade? Those are my favorite why? years ever. Cause like, that's when me and my friends had the best time. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and exactly what I said in the last episode. Like that's the year that we leave, right? Fifth grade is the last year uh-huh. for for what is it called? Elementary school. Ninth grade is the last year for middle school, and it, it sucks because like then you don't see your friends anymore, and it's still hard. It's hard. And then you to have get to have contact. new beginning. Yeah, and it's so annoying. Oh, it's so sad. How are you? What's when's your favorite school years? My favorite school years. Yeah, when I was in elementary, like. Yeah, probably the last year also because like fifth grade or sixth grade we've i've i've graduated elementary school twice yeah i know in two different countries okay oh, yeah you. for me um i really liked fifth grade i think i fifth yeah i think fifth day it was really fun for me why uh yeah because that was just the time that like my friends it was they were the same friends for how long were we in crescent like two one five for me six years I've been there for six years, oh, yeah. from first yeah, me to sixth grade. grade. And, like, I felt like they were, it was all equally fun because you, I still had the mindset of a, of a kid. Mm-hmm. So everything is just fun. But when you get older, like, when I was starting fifth grade, sixth grade, there's a little bit more drama. But, mm-hmm. you know, you still just had fun, right? And mm-hmm. I felt like all those years, they it really impacted me on my life. Because, of course, when you're, when you're just starting life when, as a kid, you will remember those things. And that will be your, your, your what is this called? Your core inside you. Like, mm-hmm. this is who you are. It's from when you learn things when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, this school really impacted my life. And uh, Crescent's a good school. 
it really good environment it too. really made me have that core so when i w- when i moved here to middle school and high school and college i still had that part inside of me because that was already what is tanam it was really planted already inside of me mm-hmm. and yeah uh that was some of my best years and i felt like when i was in middle school because we also just moved and the end of that in in our last school which was yeah in SMP so when i was graduating from ninth grade birthday yeah mm-hmm. and yeah that was also a really big impact on my life because we just moved here new environment and everything and the people also really were very supportive and they were fun and then yeah it felt like you were accepted so i really yeah those are the best years mm-hmm. and like from the videos from the child social experiment videos i noticed many times when like something happened and then the children like had a totally different perspective from me like like for me as someone who's older like i would have thought this but for them they thought this and like which was much nicer and and yeah so like that made me realize how much people grow like their perspectives on things their takes on things are totally different from when they're kids yeah yeah i agree yeah because it's all because of the how much exposure you get and the type of people you're surrounded by Okay, maybe we should have a you know how there's how uh well Indonesia see are starting to have uh a beka class? What is that? In English? Like a consulting class? Yeah, consulting class where where the oh yeah teaching yeah. consult council counselor counseling yeah, class? Counseling class. Okay, basically in Indonesia there is counseling class. Sis, in some schools, in my high school there wasn't, but in my middle school there was. And then uh, maybe we should start like not and i think that's actually like people think of it as like it's not useful you know you're probably gonna learn through it in life anyways but like it's good to know before and mm-hmm. so maybe we should start teaching how to like handle things so you like, like how to handle things you know what life will throw at you like dealing with a, a certain type of person dealing with a certain type of situation stuff like that i think that would be very useful i think kids should be exposed to that when i was in my counseling class that was mainly i forgot what it's about it was i agreed with my friends it's not that important it was it was not that useful because what they thought was not really useful like but how it was something that could impact us like nicely you know yeah something that you but know, they just didn't use it life, wisely yeah life 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 lessons lessons so they should be teaching that not the ones that i learned about like In college, you're going to be like this, this, this. Don't be like this. Be like this, this, this. Oh, that's it was, basic. That's basic Yeah, it's basic stuff. stuff. And like, you have to choose your friends. It's true, but like... No, I'm saying that's basic school stuff that is wrong. Like, do this, not this. Like, I don't like that. When you ha- when those are like those type of rules, like, do not do this. Like, that's, that's very negative, you know? Like, it should be changed. Like, don't... Like, okay, here's an example. Don't be... Uh, yeah don't do something but harusnya it's supposed to be explore this you know something more positive and like show what you should you're supposed to do mm-hmm. you're really affected by words yeah me yeah i'm saying you don't see the whole picture or the point no i you see it but like it's a, it. it's for other people you know because you honestly when you see something like don't do this don't do that don't do that like, it's like you feel limited of what you can do Mm-hmm. Okay, okay let's i'm gonna reading. read the next part researchers deal with questions of children's innocence 
often rather implicitly. They do so while analyzing the social construction and reconstruction of childhood at different times and in different historical and contemporary contexts. They do as well in interpretation of classic pedagogy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Pedagogy? Pedagogy. I don't know. As innocence is a conceptual element in the writings of several pedagogues. (laughs) It's a new word. I don't know how to say this. Pedagogues, maybe? Pedagogues. That sounds nicer. Pedagogue. Pedagogues. Last but not least, we find references to notions of innocence in studies on discourses and political programs concerning children's sexuality and in the scientific reconstruction of moral enterprises called moral panics, public outcries concerning improper childhoods. Put together, these studies, which are scattered over multiple research fields, support the following conclusions. One, various value assessments of children and childhood may be found at all times, and the notion of innocence is never uncontested. Two, historical notions of innocence are complex and may as well recognize children's agency. Three, the attribution of innocence to children is often functionalized by interest groups to support their claims and to devaluate rival or marginal groups. It may therefore be a value uh, assessment of minor profit for the children but of high profit for interest groups for lastly while the attribution of innocence has had a clear reference to religion and nature implicating far-reaching assumptions concerning humankind it is almost completely narrowed down to debates on children's sexuality and sexual endangerment in the early 21st century okay so uh it's basically saying how a child's innocence cannot be tested really scientifically because it's human nature so they can't really test it out but uh they could test it out by a child's sexuality that's what mostly they're saying yeah about how yeah sexuality shows not of the the absence of innocence of a child you know also remember in our last episode inside of it i told you about how i i'm uh, i'm drawn to people who are genuine and real i feel like children are genuine and real and i think that's one of the reasons why i get along with children more than i do with people older or even my age sometimes Mm -hmm. like it's easier to break the ice also like they're they're also fun yeah they're also like i don't know every day is an adventure for them like i you know how they say (laughs) uh, what's a song hey jesse it feels like a party every day Uh like i really feel it because like we have we have little cousins right and like there was a time when we all slept over in our grandma's house and like literally at six in the morning oh my they God. woke up and they're like come on let's do this let's this do this and i was like memories. and like it, yeah it gives me memories of how i used to be as a kid like meeting the horrible that. memories why is it horrible i was sleeping and you know how much i love oh. sleep and <laughs> and oh my my one of my cousins she was like Come on, wake up! Jumping on the bed, wake up, wake up! Uh, because that time, you know, the older cousins, we were like, uh, we were we were watching, and then we were like playing this game, playing it until very late at night. It was already in the morning, and then we right away slept at like one or two, oh. and then and then they woke up at freaking six a.m. like a like an adult who is responsible, you know, <laughs> and they like. We jumped on the bed, like, wake up, wake up, screaming, come on, let's play tag. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Playing tag in the morning <laughs> and then waking up so early. And then, oh my God. I was yeah. like, I was really annoyed because I did like, hey, I need sleep. Like, go away. Okay, okay, later, yeah, at like seven o'clock. And but not, yeah, you have to do it at seven, yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And then after that, I did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
And then they were mad at me. You said at seven. You always lie. Like what? That was the only first time. And like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that there's never a boring moment with kids, uh-huh. and that's why I also like them too. You will be tired. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how it'll be like with my, with my children. I really wonder. It's okay. I don't know. I also don't know. I have never experienced, but like I feel. When you're a parent, you'll be so happy. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm saying like you'll be caught up. Like you'll be caught up in the moment. Oh my God, this person has so much energy in them. So fun. Yeah, every day. But then longer days come and mm-hmm. they will get more tiring. Yeah. But when they get older, they also get will calmer. have less energy. Yeah, but that's still a long time between that time. Mm-hmm. I feel there. like the best, uh, like the best amount of energy for like the age when they when kids have the best amount of energy is like when they're in first to third grade yeah go see like it's not they're not too tiring and but they also can play by themselves you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's why i salute your mom man you want to see huh. yeah <laughs> dang do you think we were that annoying too i yeah. feel like we used they to always say that time. it was like do like okay because now we are very maybe we're at that stage teenagers young very always sit in their room and i want to go out mom and then just like yeah on their phones all day stuff like that and then our aunts and our moms are always like that they're like dulu yeah sarah lari lari sini sana like like uh, sorry you're always <laughs> you were always like running this way falling from this tree falling from that uh bumping into that car or like you know talking to strangers saying eyes nose this is my ear stuff like that and then <laughs> this is the weirdest thing like imagine a little kid coming up to you this Hi, is my this eyes is my eye this is my nose sorry you should do that <laughs> yeah it's so weird <laughs> i think i just and then learned strangers just like like yeah yeah in that just yeah, of like, course oh, it's a little yes, kid what would you do i already know that dude <laughs> So, and this is your foot did you know this is a foot it's like no i didn't know <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah uh and then after that she was like but now you guys are always in your room yeah and like always and so quiet i'm like yeah i don't know why either <laughs> but like it's better than if we still did that like honestly about to <laughs> grow from a tree like what are you doing <laughs> Okay, let's read the tweets now. Now we are reaching the end of today's podcast. But before we do so, we first would like to read some tweets of traffic thoughts other people have been thinking about lately. Okay, so the first tweet is by Shane Willie Forty. Hello, Shane Willie Forty. Hello, Shane Willie Forty. If you hand hug and no one is around to see you hand hug, did you really hand hug? Hashtag traffic thoughts. What? I don't get that. Hand hug. Yeah, exactly. Why do you need someone to see you hand hug? Because, I don't know, hand hug, or maybe, maybe what, maybe we have a different definition of hand hug. What else is there? It's just like this. You hug the other person's hand. Oh, there's no other person. So it's just like this then? Is that what he's saying? That the other person is not there? Or it's just with yourself, like this. Yeah, you can hand hug yourself, Sia. I don't know. Let's <laughs> okay. go to the next one. I don't get it. Um... Okay, Shane Willie. <laughs> okay, hello at Mac Boone. Twenty four. Who invested the microwave? Like seriously, what a Invented. good idea. 
<laughs> Who invented the microwave? Like seriously, what a great idea! Yeah. Hashtag Captain Bats. It's a good idea. Do you, you think ovens genius. came first or a microwave? I feel ovens, and then microwaves are inspired by ovens. Yeah. Like the mini oh, version mm-hmm. that does not require too much heat. Yeah, but the only perks not perks the opposite of perks that they have is like you can't put aluminum on there yeah why is that though because of electricity oh it's because of electricity yeah hmm oh yeah so ovens are generated by like actual fire fire. Mm -hmm. and microwaves is by electrical heat i Mm -hmm. guess yeah yeah for aluminum what happens it it, It just you know when it catches on fire yeah, it could catch on fire. It explodes. <gasps> you never. It never happens to you. No. When I was in elementary, there was this stupid person, who who put Capri Sun in there. What? Why I, are you like, even heating up Capri Sun? I think they did it as a joke, like wanted to test it out, or they're just like, <laughs> just plain. Yeah. <laughs> and so you just, you just Capri Sun is a drink, by the way, with the packaging is aluminum, and then so he just put it there and put it for like. 30 seconds or something and Untung the teacher was there it's like hey take it out take it out and it exploded like <gasps> but Untung it didn't catch on fire oh my god the microwave exploded no the thing inside it oh but it, like the microwave itself was just like a little burnt to get <gasps> but it still worked dang kid what was going on in your mind that is scary that's actually very dangerous mm-hmm. it is wow I remember that like even a stapler could be like you know it just will make noises who would be heating up a stapler no not that i mean like i did that by accident not an actual just one stapler i mean like when you know how when you have that like uh the that styrofoam that is able to be put inside the microwave right with food in it and yeah. they staple that that's oh. what i mean and then i put it there because i didn't know that there was a stapler i forgot or and i just didn't it, know it, and it, then it, it like it popped a little bit like but it was like a tiny pop you know and i like right away turned it off so long oh. so like okay i'm on even hearing the sizzling uh sizzling sound after putting food in for too long you get like the yeah uh-huh. that kind of like Freaks i used to out. be scared of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay then uh now we have reached the end of this week's episode we will see you guys next time if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to follow us on our instagram at our studios and twitter at our studios mm-hmm. and you can listen to our podcast on apple podcast spotify youtube and more that is right again thank you so much for listening i'm alicia and i'm sarah and this was traffic, traffic thoughts. thoughts see you next time have a good day guys bye bye